Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank my supporters over at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me in what I'm doing. Thank you all so much for joining me for another episode. And this time on the live recording, because we are live on Twitch nowadays, this is this is something that most Melee podcasts have to do. They have to be live on Twitch and have resources to do it. This is Kodo, a.k.a. Ryan, a.k.a. We have someone who is have made legendary contributions to the Massachusetts Melee scene, New England Melee, also the Alston Melee channel, and the Alston Melee podcast, which you can catch by going on YouTube, looking up Alston Melee. You'll see the top 10 videos, but you'll also see the podcast episodes, which you can catch live on most Wednesday nights at Alston Melee on Twitch. Super cool. And there's an Alston Melee Patreon. It's super cool. We're super down. And Kodo, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me, Jesse. Really glad to be back. It's been a while. And um, uh, yeah, thanks for the shout-outs. And thanks to all your Patreons as well, because um, love supporting you and uh, this wonderful uh, podcast that you have. Very, very kind for you to say thank you. I remember I, I didn't get a chance to listen back to our, our episode together, but that was when I was still in my car. So I remember being in the car, being outside with just my phone and, and having a really nice conversation with you and getting to know New England Melee through you because you not only are one of the electric people on the mic for the Austin Melee podcast, you also did so many things related to TOing and related to playing and just being involved with everything that was happening. And that was super cool to hear about. So we probably won't go over all that again, but I know that for you, something more recently, the whole Kodo thing, I'm good with calling you Ryan and or Kodo, but I'm just curious where that, uh, where that name comes from. Is it making a comeback you made it sound like? Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, when I was when I was in college, I, I went I went to Wentworth in, in Boston, and um, Wentworth is right next to MassArt. Now this is important because I ended up going to Wentworth because I was pursuing a um uh, a girlfriend at a time. So I wanted to go to a school nearby them, and I wanted to do engineering, and like it was a perfect fit. And I love the city, so it was like this would be great. Now before I got to school. Um, that fell through. Oh. <laughs> so I ended up going to Wentworth basically on a whim with, like, no real, like, friend group or, like, anything that was, like, really headed there that I could latch on to. Um, fortunately, I quickly became friends with my next-door neighbor who had already had a connection at Mass Art. I would go to Mass Art with him. We would go hang out with them after class and stuff. And they told me, uh, Ryan, you are so more interesting than the name Ryan. <laughs> you, must have a, you must have a nickname we can call you that's not like this very generic Ryan. And I said, yeah. And then I, I thought back and back in like the uh, the Xbox Live days, I had I went I used Kodo, which is the beginning of my last name, Katowski, um, as like a prefix for some gamer tags. So I was like, yeah, you know, Kodo is like a, a nickname that I've like been called before and I, and I, and I like. Um, let's do that. So for my entire time at college, um, I was called Kodo by like everyone I met, everyone I talked to. I was I referred to myself as Kodo, um, with the exception of like some teachers and stuff. But like 
any like personal person I met was like, yeah, I'm Kodo, hi, you know, whatever. Um, I would go on to make a fake personality, not fake personality, but a fake persona right. off the name. I would say, hi, I'm Kodo. I'm a fibers major at Mass Art. Um, it was a very like low key major no one had, so you could kind of get away with bullshitting it. <laughs> no one really know. Um, yeah. Whenever someone asked me to explain fibers, I'd be like, "Oh, it's I don't want to bore you. It's complicated. I don't want to." Or liberal um, arts, you could have said that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I want to pick something that like people wouldn't know. Like it, it's, I knew fibers major was a very small major at Mass Art, so the chances of running into someone also in fibers. Was like pretty low, mm-hmm. so I could say I was in fibers and no one could challenge me on it. <laughs> but anyway, so I go by Kodo and I do that for a while, and I liked the name; it was good. They're like, you know, people who I was really close with would call me Ryan occasionally, and I kind of liked that kind of intimate intimacy that mm-hmm. you get from being able to refer to me as Ryan or whatever. So uh, recently, I've just been kind of like bringing it back a little way, like after COVID, just kind of like reintroduce myself as Kodo to people. Um, and it's been fun. I, I've, I've liked doing it. So, I don't know. I, there was a moment at the, kind of like the tail end of when the pandemic was kind of loosening up as far as like the, uh, restrictions. Where I went to a show, and at the show I had two different friends approaching at the same time. And they both, one of them said Ryan and one of them Kodo at the same exact time. Like, oh, Ryan, Kodo, oh, good to see you. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I missed that. That's funny. <laughs> so now I'm back to anyone new. I'm saying my name's Kodo. Um, if you already call me Ryan, you can definitely call me Ryan. I'm not asking you to change that whatsoever. Um, I just like the nickname, and uh, I think it suits me just as well as Ryan. So my last name is Wall, and at some point I started working at a company. Actually, this was my first adult job, like past high school. I had a high school job, but then I quit that later on. But but the point is I I worked my first uh, adult job. I'm in a warehouse. I've never been in a warehouse before, but this is everybody is gathered up, and the supervisor takes me over and says, all right, everybody, this is Jesse. And the Jesse that's there says, oh, well, that's going to be a problem. And I go, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. Because my middle name is Joseph, and I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be Joe, and I didn't want to be Joe. <laughs> you don't want to be Joe. I was, I was dreading it. And then this this guy, Jordan, says, well, he could just be J-Wall. And J-Wall. Yes. Which he's <laughs> J-Wall like, is cool. He's like, I, I was just like, I can't believe I haven't thought of this before. <laughs> I thought I was cool coming up with Cypher 003. I was like, do I do that for like a professional work environment? Is that what we're about to do? Because I do not want to be Joe. I do not want to do it. But before I, I even know. had a chance to like hash it out, Jordan just speaks right up and says, oh, just call him J-Wall. You like J-Wall? J-Wall. I was like, oh, I love J-Wall. That was <laughs> so I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm Jesse. You probably know the other Jesse. You could call me Jay Wall. I'm like, I'm like introducing myself to like the extended staff of the company. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you could call me Jay Wall. <laughs> My friends call me Jay Wall. Huh? My friends call me Jay Wall. My friends know? call me Jay Wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> sick. That's a that's a good nickname. Worked out really nicely. Yeah, and I thought oh, I could like do all kinds of stuff with this, but I don't know. I still really like my tag. I'll keep Cypher for, for probably Cypher. forever. Yeah. So. 
I, I, I know, I know that feeling of just being like, I kind of like having a different name to toy around with every once in a while. And then for you, I was thinking about how your friend says, Ryan's not cool enough. So you have like these arcs of feeling cool enough. Let's go to Kodo. And then other times like, Oh, you know what, Ryan, we're just taking a back seat, just chilling right now. That's cool. But we need to turn it on when we go to Kodo mode. The only thing is that Kodo, like I like Kodo, it, it, it's it's cool. But people are always like, well, that's your name, and it's like it's a nickname, mm-hmm. and it's like I, the last thing I want is people to think I'm like some kind of like weeb or something, and it's like <laughs> no, no like, something like that. And it's like no, 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 my last name's Katowski, and if, if uh, ski is a very common you know, suffix for Polish names, so it's my joke that your your real Polish last name is your name minus the ski. <laughs> so mine would be Katow. Um I just ditch with W too, because that's also Polish. So Kodo, it works Yay. out. It's easy and it's fine. Uh M- Michael, my roommate who you mentioned earlier, uh he um uh cave woman, he he really wants me to bring back the bandana. Cause when I was in high school when I was in high school, when I was in college, and I was going by Kodo. I always wore a red bandana. And anyone who's been in the scene long enough will probably have stumbled upon a drunk Kodo at a major just bandanaed up and being the biggest little mango sub he can. Uh, <laughs> right, because there was a mango bandana arc. Yes, yes. And uh, I think that was after I did I think he stole it from me, honestly. Oh, <laughs> no. No, oh, no. No, no, no. The bandanas are just, it's a, it's a fun thing, right? It's good. Piece of history Actually, originates just, here because you do help out with like you help out with the mango sub tournaments every once in a while, or maybe not right this second, but you've done it at least as late as, late as last year. It's funny you mention it because um, live right now is the second mango sub tournament, which we just put together. It has a sick combo video. Um, it's up right now. You can go see it. it's called the uh, the Mango Fan Sub Tournament on Smash GG. Um, I wish I had a link I could I could give you, but I, I don't have it right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it it just went live uh, like an hour ago, and the music video is up, and it's a music video. The comment video is up, and it's uh it's really cool. The event's happening August nineteenth to the twenty first. It's that weekend, um, right before Shine, I believe, and. It should be a good time. A lot of Mango subs joined last time, and uh, hopefully this time uh, Didi doesn't pass out on top eight and we can't stream it. <laughs> it <didn't> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it should, it should be fun. Everyone, all Mango subs should join it. doesn't matter your skill level. Um, uh, it's still fun. I seed it strictly on how long you've been subbed to Mango. That's the only premise you get. Um, if you've been sub for seven years, you're like the top seed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So for, for me, I don't tune into Mango streams very often. I am sub though, because I wanted to see him go to pound, which did happen. So I'm not saying I'm the reason why he went to pound, but I, I did my part. You contributed, and that's the important part. Yeah. I contributed. No. So I'm curious about, first of all, when, when Mango shouts ding, who is ding? Who is this ding oh, person? Ding, ding mate. Yeah. Yeah. No, we love ding. Um, Ding's been, uh, you know, Mango Sub for a long ass time. Um, his his name in chat is Dingmate, uh, M8. Mm. Uh, and I actually had the pleasure of meeting and partying of Ding 
at the Mango Birthday Bash right before COVID hit in uh, 2019. Oh, the end of 2019. Yeah, yeah, I remember that yeah, event. Yeah, I went. I went there. We got a big Airbnb, a bunch of the the Mango mods and, and longtime subs, and um, had a great ass time. Thing ended up passing out in the bathroom. We had to get him a cab home. It was a whole. It was a whole thing. But uh, yeah, Ding. Ding is a funny, a funny Canadian guy who um uh, loves melee and is, is a, a good dude. Um, uh, I miss him a lot. Hope to see him at another major uh, soon. He's probably at Gommel this weekend, but uh, I'm not going to that. Oh, that is super sad that you won't be. I mean, uh, for for most of the melee fans out there, and you're a melee fan, I'm a melee fan. Theoretically, it would just be great to go to all these events. You have to, oh you have to pick and great. choose. But you'll probably be at Shine, that kind of thing. Do you think you'll be able to make it out to Big House and Genesis, those kind of big events? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, Genesis, I always try to get to whenever I can. I've gone to every Genesis since Genesis, uh, five, um, with ex- the exception of seven, because I got mono, um, right as I was supposed to go, Oops. so I couldn't get that. <laughs> You, you, but, uh, you stay grounded so that Zane could fly. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, it was that sucks. Fun. But I'm uh, but yeah, I'm this this year. My events I have left planned for that big, the big ones are, is for Trail Invitational happening in Southern Mass, uh, July seventeenth. There's Shine, which is end of August, the last weekend of August. There's Smash Camp. There's Big House, Big House at. October, the weekend of my birthday, October 9th. Oh, okay. So we have Contra, who has a birthday, and you has a birthday. I, I'm not turning 20... Uh, how old am I right now? Uh, 26. I won't be turning 27 that weekend, but a couple of weekends away from there. I'm, I'm October 2022. 20, so, oh, cool. So October, babies. So uh, you're, you're, you're a cusp Scorpio, then. <laughs> I, I I don't actually pay attention to the the, the calendars. He's born on one month thing, but I am the person and group that October is assigned to. I am that group. Let's go October. <laughs> well, um, uh, yeah. So there's Big House, and then I might try to go to Summit. I don't think I will, but we'll we'll see. As, as a VIP, of course. Uh, and then Genesis, um, in in the January when it comes gets announced, I'll probably go do too. Oh, and Smash Camp uh, New Worlds I'm going to mm, in Oregon. Yes, that, the... that's, that's around your birthday. That's uh, we can think your birthday weekend, the 22nd. Oh, very nice, very nice. Yeah, so for me, I wish I could go to a bunch of these, and Shine feels like a distinct possibility in my brain, but I don't think I'll actually be able to go to it or SmashCon, even though I could drive to both. I could drive up to Massachusetts. I could drive down to Virginia. Chantilly is not even close to being in the middle of the state. It's northern Virginia. It's very close to me, but that I'm putting all my chips in on the big house. I'm going to make at least hey. a half a week and the whole and the whole weekend on that I'll, <laughs> i'm very well, much looking forward to big house you know if i to be completely unbiased i think that's the right choice i mean i i love i love shine shine shine's awesome and it's you know it's boston's tournament and gotta rep it but um best tournaments in my opinion are big house and genesis those are the biggest ones and uh most fun to be at in my opinion so there's a this whole discussion among shine attendees of times past where it's been in the like the inner city of boston or like downtown inner harbor boston and then it's been at this other place that's like an hour away so uh, so that i cannot for the life of me remember where that is exactly 
It's called it's called Worcester, and it's the it's its moniker is so you know like Chicago is like the windy city. Yes. Um, and that kind of stuff. Uh, Worcester is called the Gray City, <laughs> <laughs> what? which doesn't does isn't the most flattering thing. But um, uh, no, I went the I went the Worcester Shine uh in 2019 last time they had it. It was a great time. Still still fun. Definitely a different vibe than Boston, but um, still worth going to. And uh, you know the venue was really big, and there's tons of friendlies. So um, uh, grinders have a sick time there, and it's uh, it's it, you know it, it's good. It's still still fun. Uh, I think the other th- a really appealing thing about Big House, of course, is the the idea that they have a bunch of other different brackets. I'm a big 64 enjoyer and player for for Smash, oh, cool. so I probably am going to enter that event as well and see. Let's just see. You know, I've always I've always felt like I naturally incline myself to playing 64, and I really enjoy playing 64. And now that they've come out with this mod remix where you have player like characters like Mewtwo and Marth put in, it's super fun. So they won't do remix, you obviously. What? Have you played the remix? Oh yeah, I, I have it on this computer. I have it on the cartridge, so we can actually play on a CRT. It's super fun to play. My brother and I play I, that. I really, want, I really want to play. I've heard it's kind of complicated to to get or to download or set up. Uh, well, I can allegedly, or? I can allegedly get you in the right direction. <laughs> allegedly, that's that's cool. Who do you who do you play? Who who, who are your, your favorite guys to uh, the players? Right now, I really enjoy playing as Marth. And when I try to play Marth in melee afterwards, I go, okay, yes, there are things that make Marth so much more complicated in in melee. But in sixty four, he feels he feels like he was always meant to be part of the game. And so I enjoy playing as, as Martha. I really love playing as Bowser because Bowser has great, has, has, has great tools and moves that feel as if you're actually playing a decent, reasonable character. He's not, he's not broken or anything, but he's not trash in, in remix. Does, so it's really screen, fun. Doesn't the screen move when you run as Bowser? A little bit. Like yeah. It does, like it does. And it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm an older head, uh, such as yourself. I, I grew up playing Mario 64. It was like one of the first games I ever like really played and remember playing. Um, so I I love Bowser's 64 model. Yes. So I've been I've been dying to play uh, the remix mod, almost solely to play Bowser. <laughs> and the Bowser stage, like the like the Bowser Super Mario 64, like Bowser yeah. fight stage, and they have the yes, bombs yes. that you can throw. You can throw your your opponent into the bombs, set up a combo. It's super fun. No, I'm, I'm so <laughs> that's so sick. So I could uh, yeah. I could get you in the right direction. I'll just put it that way. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So cool. yeah, that's that's awesome. So they won't have remix at Big House, but they'll have their normal vanilla bracket, and I'm I think I'll try to enter that as well. But the whole thing about the Big House, like you said, is I. Is I'm watching Zane versus Mango at Big House Nine back in 2019, and I'm saying to myself, "Ugh, why am I not there right now? This is awesome." And the way that I was describing this to, I had Samox on that interview podcast episode is not out yet, but when we were talking about current melee, I said, and and I think most of us feel this way when Mango and Zane meet in bracket, you you feel like now more than any other possible set in this tournament, you feel like you could actually watch a real piece of Melee history happen. Not to mm. say that if you have 
Hungry Box versus Mango that you won't have a shot to see quote unquote history. But that's when that's when Melee is really fun and special to watch when the two best players or two players that have a great rivalry who are sort of leading the the forefront of high level Melee when they meet in bracket that's when you feel like okay there's there's real history like somebody's going to make a video about this like that kind of thing especially the the Big House 9 set which for a while I thought oh that's like the best modern set in Melee history can't get better than that until Smash Summit 11 happened and they did the they did game 10 again which is also amazing so sick yeah i yeah i watching that live was i mean i was in that summit but watching that just live on twitch and with, with my roommates was like just phenomenal like so much fun so much anxiety yeah <laughs> like, i can't believe he won like you know we, we still hold on to that dub uh even though recently had been doing super hot but mango's got uh three weeks coming up he's got gommel he's got phantom he's got royal uh not royal flush uh, whatever it's called double down yes um the next three weekends so you know i'm i'm gunning for him i know he, he, he plays so well he just needs to uh, get in that zone and you know it's fucking it's go time he needs to get him yes needs to uh go into neo mode and lay the smack down yes we love uh, that i mean to, to, to talk to your point though about like watching like historic sets um it's just funny how like in melee really what defines a sick grand finals to us is just anything against the norm you know it, it has to fill two criterias it needs to be not two people that we see in grands all the time or most frequently right that's number one. number two it can't be a wash or at least it can't be a wash in the higher seeds favor right it's like the two things that make the set like like zane jamu could have been like very historic and it wasn't a way but like it won't be a set people go back and watch all the time because jamu you know kind of got washed yeah i mean it's like the mango run in genesis 4 and then armada just smacked down 3-0 it's over yeah, it's yeah. over in less than eight minutes <laughs> the you whole set. set but you do but all you do is you talk about how they got back there yes they, they got back to grands that's sick um what happened oh armada won oh how much did he win by 3-0 oh cool <laughs> were the games close uh, not really <laughs> <laughs> It's still still amazing, still fun to see. So, it, and it is and it is that that whole thing where at the big house, hopefully you'll have a chance to see that. But then you might also have a set like CEO 2022, where and I mean this in the nicest possible way, but it's just sort of like there's this cool moment where we go, oh, can Magi win a tournament? That'd be so cool. And then Plup just comes marching up out of losers, like, okay, I'm just gonna take this now, and it's six zero, and it's unfortunate. But I would say that you can look back at those sets someday, hopefully, when Magi has won a big event, if it's going to be Gommel or something else this summer or, or whenever it happens, we'll look back and say, okay, that was sort of like the, the moment where we knew it could actually happen. This can actually be real. So for an up-and-coming player, when they get, when they get smacked down by the, the established player or the higher seed player, when they get smacked down, but they're still in that up-and-coming category where they haven't won the big one yet, it still feels like, okay, but 
it was just one player left. It was it was Magi and Plup, and that was it. And Magi could have could have come out on top, but hopefully next time, it would be really cool to see uh, players in the Magi tier, the uh, the haven't won a major yet tier, to be able to take a big event like Gommel. But just just to humor you a little bit here, who do you like the idea of winning Gommel? Is it somebody from who's coming from the UK or coming from worldwide? Because it feels like there's a lot of international players, like UK players and players like AMSA, who are going to be showing up to to Gommel, and then of course all the Canadians and the North uh, the US players making their way up there. Yeah, I mean you know I don't have the full roster of of people going to Gommel, um, but. I, you know, obviously, I want Mango to win. That is not, that's number one, and it's not even close. Man, mm-hmm. I, want, I want Mango to take this. I want Mango to win three back-to-back. That's the plan. Because he wins three back-to-back, then those ninth places don't look so bad. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, so we, we, we want that to happen the most. Um, and the campy Mango, uh, you know, I've, I've always been a huge Amsa fan. Amsa's amazing, um, very you know, intrigued, and... and uh, and just watching him play Yoshi that level is fucking insane. And of course, um, the new hotness Jmook. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I for, as far as an East Coast rep goes, um, I'm 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 full on the Jmook train as far as championing him. Fuck the Yankees, don't get me wrong. But, <laughs> Always you know, fuck the I, Yankees. Thank you. <laughs> but, but still, but but still, um, uh, Jmook does Jmook does rule. So we have to we have to appreciate. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to, to watching. It should be fun. So it looks like Wizzy DQ'd because I don't see Wizzy in top eight projected bracket. Or maybe maybe he's in top 16. You know what? I'll just take a quick look just to see. Uh, well, Rizrobe apparently is seated not to make it to top eight because of losing wow. to none as of now, which would be wild to me. I don't think... I can't think of a single time none has actually beaten Wizzy off the top of my head. Yeah, it, I think it's been a minute. Um, so with, with monster, that that's the, the talent must be pretty must be pretty difficult if they're seeding Wizzy, Wizzy to not make top eight. To not even make top eight, exactly. But uh, the basic top eight bracket is supposed to be on the winner's side: Zane, Amsa, IBDW, and Hungrybox, and then losers be Moki, Jmook, Mango, and None. So those are some those are some quick options, some quick possibilities, and. I, I'm I'm still feel like I'm rooting mostly for Zane because I want to see a player be able to convincingly take number one. I think that there the idea that a lot of different players can win events over Zane, especially if there's the variety bracket, if you will. It's not just the fast fallers like the Spaceys and Falcon that he has to go against. The fact that there are Sheiks, there are players like IBDW who are capable of actually challenging him with a Fox character. I love the idea that Zane can still say, that doesn't matter. I'll just win this event anyway. I would, I like that idea, but um, when, when Leffen beat Zane at battle BC four earlier, oh, yeah. that was really cool to see. Cause I, I did not know that Leffen Sheik had it like that. I saw the, I saw, we all saw the friendlies before Ludwig's uh-huh. online tournament, but I, I didn't know that it was going to be like that because at Pound, it looked like Zane had it mostly figured out. And I thought, well, there you go. That, that seems like that's going to take Leffen a long time to figure oh, He just beat Zane 3-1 or whatever it was. Yeah. That was convincing. Very convincing. So that was that was fun to watch too. No, Leffen's, a, Leffen's a gamer. He's, he's, he's got it. And uh, that matchup can be be pretty, pretty bad. Just kind of, you know... Puts puts Marth in a in similar 
kind of hopeless scenarios that Mark could put the spaces into is how I would describe it. Um, not as bad, not as skewed, I would say, but um, often just a, a good, good pilot. No matter what character you, we've seen him play, so many characters so well. Eleven's Mewtwo. Yes. Phenomenal. <laughs> oh my god, when it beat fuzziness, I believe. That shit was crazy. <laughs> Love watching that VOD. Um Yeah, and he's got Yoshi, he's on Falco, he's I don't know. To me, a, a, you know, a really good melee player is someone who can play a lot of the cast. He likes to play a lot of the cast and uh can do well with a lot of the cast. You know, that's that's impressive, that's cool. I think it's the way that it's the way that we're tr- we might we might be kind of skewing, um, perhaps I don't know. Ideally, I know like it's, it's a huge thing in Ultimate and, and PM and stuff where it's like you want to play characters for certain matchups and you know just give up on certain characters certain certain matchups and try different things. I think melee's always been kind of just like you have to sink so much time into a certain character to be good at them that you would be afraid to do that uh but now that kind of practices when we got improved you can now play slipping at all times like i think secondaries and i think the options of selecting other characters has really gone up and um uh is much more viable now and i love the i love the idea that you can not only have certain play styles counter players uh, your your opponents but you can bring out a, a whole character as well and it just it at since we only have five stages which is or six i, I freaking know since we have a limited amount of stages i like i like to like seeing variety and and you can have a more tangible example of i'm going to now counter with this Sha-sha. so you would say that you have spent the most time playing in tournament brackets as jigglypuff is that correct or would you say another character no, easily Jigglypuff. I mean, that's been my my like ever since I've ever since I started, I played Jigglypuff. I mean, I, I only to, only recently have I done more DK in in bracket, but like not never more than I do Puff. Like Puff Puff's great. Puff's so easy. Super fun, super fun. There is actually another Puff player who's supposed to make top sixteen, albeit through losers, but. If Toussaint could get as high as top 32 in winners, I don't know who Toussaint is supposed to play before falling down to losers. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going back and looking, but the whole idea is that Toussaint has been winning some events in, in, you know, in at like NYC nightclub, which is not easy to do. Nightclub is one of the bigger locals out there. And of course there are great locals up in new England melee as well. Shout outs to all the people like G town Tom for holding it down. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to new England as I'm talking to you. <laughs> but you know, funny you mentioned that Jesse, because Toussaint just won a G town tournament in new England. Um, he won my mom. Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot. Year. Yeah, so Toussaint has come up and has humbled us all. Um, you know, uh, played Dr. Lobster, I think, reverse, like, reverse 3 of him, reverse 6 of him, I think. Ooh. I don't know. It was, I, I wasn't paying attention. Welcome uh, to Toyota and Jack Golden were playing a, uh, a, full, ca- a full cast Iron Man with items on. Um, two stock, two minutes. I was fully enthralled in watching that, <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, yeah, he had a great tournament, and uh, I mean, Toussaint is the is the father 
of all quote unquote cool Jigglypuffs mm-hmm. uh, who who want to play more aggressive and, and and get in people's faces and all that kind of stuff. So you know, I've been, I've been a Two Saint fan for many years now, and you know, wish him the best and hope to see him do very well at Gommel. Yes, absolutely hoping for that to happen. That's, that's who I would go to say, well, if Toussaint could go super far in bracket and kind of upset this whole what's supposed to happen scenario, that'd be super cool. And yeah. there are plenty of exciting storylines around the summer Melee stuff. But for, for you, you with your podcast that you got going on, the Austin Melee podcast, like we were saying earlier, it has taken a different form in season 5.32 or whatever we're at right now. And it's because Patty is inexplicably in Washington State or something. You have nice yeah. little like sixty second segment where Patty says something and then y'all to react to it, which is really sad that that's the most we can get of Patty. But you've always been the person who has has tried to run the podcast more more than Patty has done, even when you were all four of you in the room. I'm referring to you, Cave Lemon, Ted who's still also just Ted, but then, and, uh, and also Patty as well. So how, how has it been coming back after taking a break? I know that, I know that you took a longer break than you may have initially intended, but it's all about, <laughs> it's all about making sure you come back the right way. You know, don't want to, don't want to rush things, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things where like in hindsight, I wish we came back even earlier cause we would have gotten another season out of Patty being here. Um, but uh, no, it's happened to work out. Like we 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 did the ultimate bender. We had to buy the computer. We had to set it all up, and it kind of just kind of fell to the side, and it took a while to do. So I'm uh, I'm I'm happy to be back doing it. Uh, obviously, now there's only three of us. It's um, it's harder to do it when I when someone's absent. So if someone can't do it, it's kind of hard to find a fill. Just two people on a podcast, like for us, isn't really what we want to do necessarily. Yeah. Uh, Mike and I already have our separate podcast where we do that occasionally, and we've uploaded that forever. But Discog Dudes about music, check it out. It's really bad, but <laughs> but that's why we try to avoid it. We don't want because we don't do cool interviews like this. We're just talking about bullshit. So. <laughs> and the more people look- in the room, the better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It helps. So. I don't know. Obviously, you know, bummed to have Pad not here and do it. Um, we also want to keep the integrity of the show and don't want to do it online at all. We'd rather just do it all in person. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, you know, I- I've been happy getting his little segments in to tell us what's what and to get us inspired or whatever. But I'm, um, <laughs> uh, I- I've been, we've all been enjoying it a lot. And most of the times, after all our episodes, we'll stop and be like, you know what, that was a lot of fun. That was good. Um, you mentioned to find the podcast. Um, our editor, we have a new editor who's editing for us, and he's just, you know, a little slow to the draw at the moment. Um, you can definitely find them all on Spotify, um, but on YouTube, those videos are still uh, in the works. So, uh, <laughs> coming soon, we have them all saved. Um, we bought all these fucking cameras, so they look pretty good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a little slow there. That's, that's all right. They're they're coming. We. We've uploaded one so far on YouTube, and there are so many good comments about, like, just saying, oh, so happy you guys are back, and all that kind of stuff, and that really made me super happy to hear, and kind of didn't expect the feedback like that, so. And you know that I'd be posting all the secret words onto the Discord, because I go, I want them to know that I'm listening, and I'm loving it. 
I really appreciate y'all coming back. It's been super fun to listen to the Awesome Made the Podcast again. I was, you could say I was one of the leaders of the people who were saying, we are patiently, patiently, we are patiently yeah. waiting. <laughs> and we will be happy whenever you are able to come back without being you are, super you are, demanding. You are, Jesse. <laughs> and I, I appreciate your support. It, you know, it's, it's crazy to think. We never wanted it to be anything... It was more of us yelling into an echo chamber. We didn't really think anyone would care too much. But uh, a part of Ulster Alien and all that kind of stuff is just like, we like to do a lot of things. Um, we like to run tournaments, like to do events. You know, we have we have a, a more better, uh, the merch company now that we're trying to do as well. Like, um, it's something that I really embody, and I've said it in our I said in our episode. You know, how many a year or so ago. There's, there's no part of a scene I don't like to do. So um, uh, being multifaceted and not being able to just be a competitor or a commentator or a podcaster or a TO or anything, it's 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 great to me. So much so much uh, stuff to do in this scene. It's really great. Yes, and you can find a way to uh, get involved if you, you just sort of have to have a little bit of an in. For me, it was listening to y'all and saying, oh, this is such a cool podcast. And you all said back, oh, thanks for listening. And I went, oh, they talked back to me. Not that I put you on super high of a pedestal. You can do wrong, all that stuff. I'm not you know, trying to say Kodo can do no wrong. <laughs> Uh, I want to interject with a Patreon question. This is our sole Patreon question for the night. So I'll just do this Ooh. now since we're talking about the podcast of Elsa Melee. This is a great question from Drew. So shout outs to Drew. Drew asks, does Kodo like PBR's hard coffee? Hard coffee. Um, so I have tried it. It is, it is all right. Um, thanks so much for asking. <laughs> um, I am not a coffee drinker, so oh me I too. Have, I'm not a coffee drinker either. I never really seek it out, um, but I have had a sip of it, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." You know, if you like coffee, you probably would enjoy this. Um, no, I just I never, I've I've never kind of needed to, not needed, but never wanted to drink coffee. It's not something I'm super into. So when I would I drink it if you pass it to me, probably. <laughs> Um, would I ever buy it on my own? I don't think so. Right, right. And that's probably not the way that you sober up either, because I don't even think that's a good idea to drink coffee after you get wasted. So what would be, what would be the Coda way of sobering up either in a hurry or just doing it the right way? You could describe either process that you do. Oh, the real answer here is that there's no such thing as sobering up. And if you're too drunk, you need to go to sleep and you need to not, you drink water, you need to go to sleep and you need to chill there's no like in a scenario where you need to be sober which to me is like you need to have an important conversation you need to drive home you need to um i don't know those are the two ones that come to mind immediately at least right um there's no there's no cure to that you are not do not try to cure that there's no trick that makes you sober um don't do that <laughs> <laughs> um to me, though, what helps me kind of like, I would say when I, whenever I'm feeling a little too drunk at a party and I want to kind of like reel it back and uh, be a little more uh, myself rather than the drunk asshole I can be, <laughs> um, to me, it's about going to the bathroom, um, looking at that mirror and just kind of taking some deep breaths and splashing some water in your face and just like chilling for a second and just kind of like resetting yourself to me works the best. Um, 
But that's, that's not a substitute for being drunk. That is, that is just <laughs> trying to collect yourself and be like, right. hey, let's notice that we're being a little too drunk right now. We need to relax and, um, uh, you know, try to try to bounce back in a, in a positive way. I wouldn't be able to offer anything that I do because as of now, I still don't uh, partake in alcohol. But for me, it's like a it's like a someday thing, uh, not the getting wasted side of it. But just like I'll I'll try I'll try alcohol at some point. I'm just not yeah. in the right age bracket or something. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think, you know, I'm I'm the same way with like even like, you know, not that I haven't tried coffee, but like if I'm like in an environment where, I, where it's like really cool maybe i'm like in a foreign country and they have this like really cool coffee like i would try that um or stuff like that you know i think i think it's 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 cool to leave yourself open to opportunities rather than say i will never do this um yeah I'm just too much of a control freak, I think, or just the kind of person who doesn't like the idea of like, wait, you mean I'm not fully in charge of my own like motions uh and, and thought process and brain. I I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then then for the rest of us, it's like, it's like, I, I hate what goes on. I hate what goes inside my head. Um, (laughs) Get me out of here. (laughs) I got a somewhat of an understanding of that just watching a show like BoJack Horseman, which is uh, obviously not a substitute for drinking actual alcohol. But I got the idea. Oh, right, because there are different ways to deal with being stressed or or needing yeah. to like unwind after having a really tough day, that kind of thing. People do different things, mm-hmm. other than you might, you might notice I'm, I'm like I'm like waving at the screen. There's a bunch of mosquitoes. I'm oh like no. No, no, it's fine. I'm just like, in case someone's like, he's a weird tick, and he's like, doing this to like say something. Like, no, there's mosquitoes that I'm like shooing from me. No, but they're I not mean, attacking yeah. you. The mosquitoes like eating oh, no, alive. They're, they're, they're landing to like chill for a second, but I just kind of brush them aside. They're they're fine. Oh my gosh. My my blood's for everybody. I know, I know what you mean. It's like you can kind of get that perspective from watching media like Bojack Horseman or otherwise, where it's like, oh yeah, like that. I can see why you would do that. It's not so mindless. There's there's reasons behind why someone might do crazy drugs or act a certain way or stuff like that. That's kind of the beauty of, of media and experiencing things through it. Yes, if you're not necessarily ready to actually go for the real thing yourself, if, you, if you're not quite ready to be someone who breaks bad, maybe you just watch Breaking Bad instead. Yeah. <laughs> It's way it's way safer that way, right? You don't have to uh, deal with the consequences of of, of Breaking Bad, as as you said. <laughs> so, an interesting thing about that show is that Walter White lives his normal life until he turns fifty and then gets diagnosed with cancer and that sort of thing. What what would you say to yourself is the reasonable reaction to becoming a fifty year old person and then something really bad happens and you go, well, maybe I should do something new with my life it's like i feel like breaking bad was always the show or and i've watched it where the idea is we know what a midlife crisis is like let's really up this up a notch let's, let's yeah, really yeah. go to town with this that's what it feels like to me the the show kind of like just did that up to like dial it up to 11 yeah i mean i i can i can only imagine that one day have one of my own and, and things would be weird and I'll, and I'll be old. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's, a uh, it's an interesting thing to see how people cope with the idea of mortality and death, and how, what that drives them to do or become or act. Um, 
I can't I can't say I have any idea what mine will be like or if I ever will go through one. But I'm a much more of an in the moment kind of guy. You know, interviews they're always like job interviews. They're like, oh, what's your what's your five year plan? Mm-hmm. That's that's my worst question. I hate <laughs> that. I have no. I'm always. I have. I mean, I don't ever say this, but I mean, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing in five years. <laughs> or no. Hopefully, the same thing I'm doing right now. <laughs> if I'm not doing the same thing I'm doing right now, then I probably got bored of it and doing something else. Like I don't. I I, I have no need to plan that far ahead. And uh, same goes with being old, right? Mm-hmm. You get 50 years old. What am I doing in five years? I hope I still have the mind frame that I can just say, I would do what I want to do, and. Until I get bored of it, I will keep doing it. I was thinking of you saying, I'll just be doing what I'm doing right now, which I wanted to immediately counter with doing job interviews, which is not the, uh, <laughs> it's not what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I like the mindset. It's just, I think I have a little bit of both in me where I can kind of switch back and forth between saying, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to ignore everything else that's happening, enjoying the thing that's happening now. But I think I start to wander in my head when I don't necessarily like where I am in a moment. Like when I'm at work, one of the things that I will legitimately like daydream about is either being like good at melee or like being at home with my family, like different stuff like that. Oh, oh, another one that I occasionally daydream about at work where I want to not be at work anymore is I'll be like, I could just drive out to Boston. It's Wednesday. I could be there. I could be there by the time they start recording. <sighs> uh, <laughs> I could go to the nightclub because again, nightclubs are on Wednesdays. I could do that. I could drive yeah. to. I could drive to somebody else's house or like eh, whatever. MDVA does Xanadu I guess nobody really enters Xanadu but you get it all that kind of stuff no, and, and you can you know like it's just a matter of using a PTO day you can <laughs> you, I mean as far as the work goes you know obviously if there's family and stuff you have to also uh, consider and, 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 and kind of work work around but I'm uh, no it's I, I, I have no there's no problem with planning ahead i think people should be planning ahead i just have a hard time doing it myself Mm -hmm. yes you'll you'll say to yourself i've been very productive in the planning ahead department uh just so you know person and interviewing me and asking me this question i just recently helped organize this sub tournament with the mango nation i don't know if you ever heard of mango really good player have you ever seen the rest genesis (laughs) one of course oh they they go yes mango are you a mod i'm like yes i'm a mod they go, oh, you're hired. But I even wish. That, I, mean, I set that all up, and now I'm probably not going to think about it until a week before. Like it's, all, it's, all, it's all posted. Like, I'm, all right, cool. Let's let that rock. I'll, I'll see that later. Um, hopefully, a bunch of people enter it. And, uh, uh, you know, ca- carrying on. I got, I got, I got things to do. <laughs> yeah, I vaguely recall. I vaguely recall. Didn't the West Coast and East Coast both get north of 80 people entering? Wasn't it something to that effect for the last one? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was actually. I want to say, it, oh god, I forget the exact number, but it was. It was a good amount. I want to say it was at least two hundred people between both brackets. Mm-hmm. It might have actually been higher than that, but um, uh, it was a really good turnout. And I'm hoping we get the same for this one, but uh, who knows? So you've also done a lot of traveling for work, and I'm curious about. W- what part of it do you enjoy the most? Like, I'm sure that you enjoy traveling because there's not a ton of reasons for you to stay home. Like for me, the idea of traveling is cool. It's just that I have 
Ellie and Ezra, the two kids, and Jen, my, my lovely wife, Jen, at home. So I don't like the idea of traveling a lot, but it seems like you're on the road a fair amount during the year for your job. So where, do, where are the places that you go that you like being or, or how do you feel about traveling so much for your job? Oh, I mean, I, you know, I'm so just to initiate everybody, I'm a, a mechanical engineer and what I do is I do building assessments and basically what that entails is that I just help people, I help people that have these facilities plan for when they need to replace all their mechanical equipment, occasionally electrical equipment as well. And uh, I come in as a third party to help them get funding essentially. So they'll have people that work in these facilities and be like, hey, you know, we need to replace X, Y, B. And their bosses will be like, well, you know, that's your opinion, uh, whatever. So then they hire us to come in and we give them an unbiased look at it. And then we help them get the money. We help them generate a report to say, hey, show this to your boss. Then you'll get the right funding. So I do a lot of like schools, hospitals, um, residential buildings, stuff like that. Are my, my main things. So that's that's the job. And then as far as like enjoying it goes, like I like you said, I don't have anything really tie me down at the moment. So I really enjoy just kind of getting on a plane, going somewhere for however long. And normally it's like a week or two. Uh, I was just in New Hampshire, uh, which is very local and no plane involved. I just rented a car, drove up two hours, no problem. But the week before I was in, I was in California. The week before that I was in. I was in I was in Maryland. I've been I've been to Pittsburgh and Mississippi, like all all this past year. Like I I just get to go to a bunch of places I would normally never go to, and um uh, meet new people and kind of explore a lot. So I I, I really enjoy it. Getting on a plane for me is still exciting. It's still it's still a fun experience. Um, but you know, is is whatever it's a mixed bag yeah. traveling's a mixed bag again and playing yeah <clears throat> but it, 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 it's fun so I, I i just you know i mean I, anywhere i can go with a melee scene is always fucking awesome um i was in portland oregon for a while um uh i i got to hang out with um legendary to connor mm. Uh, mm. And that's he, awesome in his group and his group and he it was nice enough to invite me out to uh to dinner with some of his his friends in the scene and it was just a really good time and i got to go to their local and had a blast so always like that always trying to go see more scenes um sometimes i have too much work so i can't uh reasonably get away from the hotel uh but i can i do i do that's super cool. And you, again, it's like, uh, okay, I'm doing this for work, but I know that there's a melee scene here, so if I can sneak away, that's that's the dream. That's the goal. That's the move. And yeah, I'm thinking, I always join the Facebook group right before I go. I try to, <laughs> I'll, I'll look, up, look up that area's melee group, join, and send them a message. Like, hey, I'm a, you know, hi, I'm, I'm Ryan. I'm, I'm here to play. Like, you know, I play Puff. Is that bad? I play Falco 2 a little bit. <laughs> Any of those work for you? Come, come have me over. I want, I want, I want, to, I want to party. I want to play Melee. So I think about the idea of you visiting a lot of larger buildings and they're recommending all this stuff. But what I would be distracted with is going, hmm, could have setups here. And yep, this check-in yeah. desk and oh, oh, the streams, like stream runner could be set up here. Like I would be thinking about that kind of stuff. Like, oh, you should really get good internet in here. Why is that? 
no reason. <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> I see big buildings and like they're building a lot of warehouses around Lancaster County in, in Pennsylvania because it connects to a lot of different places and you could get to Philly, New York City, DC, you could get to these places within a day easily. And it makes sense. Anyway, I see these big buildings go up in the span of a month and I go, Oh, that's the big tournament that Pennsylvania needs to have. Everybody needs a reason to come to the middle of nowhere PA. Let's go. But it's, they're using it for business, which is kind of lame. Yeah, it's super lame. I mean, as far as, you know, like hosting that big event goes, like if you want it to be really, really big, it just requires uh, money and connections, right? You just got to get a couple people in that are the big smashers in the area or of the coast or wherever and, you know, got to lie to some people, tell them, hey, this person's going to get them to go and <laughs> all that kind of stuff but uh no i, I don't uh, i don't envy any uh to who's trying to make the next major because it's, it's hard to be credible and it's hard to uh convince people that your tournament will be the one that's important when there's so fucking many I think about Ryle Beat's recent exit as the nightclub head TO, which is sad, but at the same time, I'm excited for Ryle Beat to be able to have a lot of time back because spending 20-ish hours at least a week aside from your normal full-time job to do Melee stuff, I mean, obviously very much appreciated, but I, I, I just couldn't imagine spending all that much extra time on, on melee related stuff and, and running a really big local, all that, all that, all that. And so I think about how, when that kind of person, when that kind of person leaves and trying to raise up the next, the next group of people or the next individual, who's going to take on those, all those kind of responsibilities, it just seems like so much to do, but then like the idea of building a team is really cool, but you've, you've been in and out of running tournaments and talking to people to get things to happen, lying to your top players saying, Oh yeah, the other top player will go because I'm, Oh yeah. The other top player is going to go all that kind of stuff. You've been in and out of that. But at the moment I'm, I'm sort of getting the vibe that you're not heavy into the TOing stuff at the moment. But did you always feel like, when you left, you said, yeah, this isn't a good spot. I feel good about leaving because there's people who are going to make this happen, even if I'm not there. I mean, I, I as far as TOing goes, like, I just, I, I had a local for a while that I was I was helping out with, um, bar um, in Boston. And then you shut down due to COVID, and we had to stop it because of COVID and all that. So it kind of died out, and, you know, it, it's a lot of time and a lot of effort to get that. Um, right now, I mean... I've kind of transitioned into running the stream for our local um, over uh, at NGP uh, in, in Austin, Massachusetts. Running on Austin Melee every Tuesday. Um, so I, I enjoy doing that. And, you know, I, I love TOing and I would do it more, but I think there's so many, you know, good TOs in the area right now that can do the job just fine enough that I don't really find it necessary for me to step up in that way. I, I would 100% say that. I just kind of, you know, between work and doing all my other side projects and stuff, like, I'd love to commentate more. I mean, I'd love to compete, but competing can be so difficult when you're so busy. And if I'm at the local, I'm usually running the local stream-wise. <laughs> so, you know, that's why my mom was so sick, because uh, uh, shout out to fucking Nathan and, and Lucas and and everyone else for fucking, uh, and for Cause, who gave us the capture card. 
um, for, for making that happen because I was able to compete in like in, in a big tournament for the first time in a little bit since uh, since Genesis, um, which is a lot of fun. And the stream was still up, stream was running, it was it was great. That's awesome. That's really cool. How did you do? I did well. I did well. Um, uh, my brother and I, my brother Snow Wiener, we um uh, we kind of gave Maine the smackdown. Happy <laughs> um, uh, report. Um, uh, we uh, we we we've always teamed together at this at my mom and other tournaments. Um, hopefully we'll team at a uh, at Smash Camp and we both go to that. Mm. Uh, but um uh, we so we we teamed and we played against number one and number two of 2021 in Maine. Um, um, Doctor Lame and. Y- Yurdo Pop, something like that. You, I, I think I have the name somewhere on my. F- I have it somewhere. I, sh- I should really do it justice. Um. Oh, it's uh Yido Yido Porp, something like that. Falcon player, box player, really good. Um, so me and brother played them in doubles, and we clutched that out, which is awesome. Got to beat them. It was a pretty big upset as far as seeding goes. And then in singles bracket, my brother plays against the Falcon player on stream. It's him 3-0. So, double-eliminated him in a way from doubles and singles. <laughs> and, then played, and then I played Dr. Lame in singles, and I 3-1'd him. Mm. So, it was, a, it, was, it was a very good bracket for both of us. Um, we both tied at 33rd out of 104. Um, that's so pretty good. Top, 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 uh, you know, top third, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I've been doing really good in melee recently. My best results, I, I got that, and then I got a, a Genesis standard. I got ninety seventh out of fifteen hundred. Yeah, which was fucking awesome. My best, my best, uh, you know, uh, result ever. So it's funny to think that I can be playing for so long and not really entering so much or doing stuff like that and uh doing the best i ever have and almost um, casually just just being like I, am i a top 100 player right now is that what's happening <laughs> oh no 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 but you know my most people have different goals in melee and i you know i i appreciate anybody who really wants to get good and get on that big stage and all that i just want to be able to play the game and have fun and um you know hopefully against you know the better people in the scene Keep it competitive, keep it respectful, and not look like a total ass when I play them. You know, that's that's kind of my only goal and, and how I enjoy playing the game. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's it's been and, I, and trust me, I mean I'm not like practicing Uncle Punch or whatever. I play so much unranked. <laughs> every, time, every time I have a, some time off, like on a Friday, Saturdays, I'll hop on. I'll I'll, I'll want to play Elden Ring. I still haven't finished Elden Ring. But every time I want to play it, I'm like, oh, I can just play it unranked. I can play it for like five hours, just play melee, and just like combo people and like have fun. And, and, you know, it's so familiar. It's so much. It's so great. Elden Ring is, you know, difficult and, and you have to explore and it's unknown. It's fun too, but I have to, I, I don't know. I really have to just man up and just get back into doing it. Right, because Snow Wiener's casually just completing it one sitting kind of oh a my thing. God. He's beating it all the time. It's fucking, it's crazy. And he, every time I go home, uh, he's like, so you still haven't beat it yet? You still haven't fucking beat it. And he knows I love, like, 
when he, when he got me into melee, I was playing Dark Souls like all the time. Like I loved Dark Souls was the first game I played like super competitively and like would would like play to fuck people up and like you know fight people and shit. So um, it's only fitting that I, I I continue to play it and then try to fucking beat Elden Ring and give it some time. But I only have like ten hours or whatever in it. <laughs> I keep, I keep unranked is that sweet crack. I just want to keep, keep sucking down. <laughs> just 10 hours. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, I, I, I need to I need to just rip the medical cord out because I enjoy it when I play it. I really do. I just I keep telling myself I need more time to play. Like, I can't just I miss the days of old when you're like in high school, whatever, where you finish your homework, you go to your room, and you can play a video game for like fucking. You know, forever uninterrupted for, for for the whole night and nowadays i just i just don't have that time nope i don't can't take a pto day just to play just to play elden ring uh, you I might waste I half of it on melee anyway i know i know <laughs> so many fucking trips taken <laughs> travel and stuff but yep all right, i have um i have i have some pto the only two pto big breaks i have this year is I have in August, I'm going to the Azores um, with my family for a big trip to um, uh, go see like where our family's from and stuff and for the first time. So that's going to be really cool. And then on my, I'm taking off my birthday week as well, which hopefully I can use that for some Elden Ring time. <laughs> hopefully I'm done by then. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, hopefully. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's only a couple months away at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Discog Dudes, what music have you listened to recently that you would love to do a recording with Kay Lemon and talk about? Oh, uh, well, it's it's my pick next. We've been recently, we've done so many episodes, like full Discogs that we haven't uploaded yet because we just fucking suck. <laughs> but we, I mean, Mike, but I, but I need to, I need to pull my fair share and start editing them myself so they come out. But, uh, We've done like, let's see. I don't know what the last one we uploaded was, but we've done. We definitely have done like, Death Grips, Ween, which are both phenomenal. They're both great. Right now we're doing. They might be giants. They suck. I hate that band. Um, if such a long discography, it blows. And the next one, I'm not sure what we're gonna do just yet. Um, been thinking about three eleven. Um, but I don't know if I'm gonna stick to that. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. There's there's so many. I have a whole. I have a huge list of, of bands like I, I'm considering doing it at some point. Um, but I miss doing it. We haven't recorded in like months now. So and even uploaded it even even longer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I really need to get back to doing that. Do you have any recommendations for a band you'd like this to? Do? Oh yeah, probably not because I I have such a limited scope of musical taste compared to you, especially. So there's yeah. like. Jeez, he's a little melt, and I think well, who's, who's, who's your favorite then? Who's your favorite? Your personal, no, completely selfish. Who's your favorite band that mm. you'd want us to do? August Burns Red. It's a metal band based out of. Oh, okay, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard of them. That's cool. That's cool. We'll what's, take um, this. What's a whole discog? Can, can you know? Obviously, we don't know if we'll get there that far. Can you give me one song right now that you think I might like? Oh, that you might like. Uh. I'll write it down right now. August Burns Red. 
It could be the most popular song. I don't care. Whatever you think uh, would be. No, it's going to be an old school song because those are the best ones. Uh, I'm just thinking of something. I'm trying to tailor the song to you because I'm thinking through a few. And I would say. Give it to me too. I'll I'll write two down. (laughs) No, it's more of like, not that one, not that one. It's not like I'm trying to pick between two, uh, but I would say, I would say Black Sheep. It's off of their Messengers album. And all of the Messengers album is really, really good. But. I would say Black Sheep. All right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a listen. I'll give it a listen. That's cool. Do you have a recommendation for me? I don't know, don't know if I've ever heard of the band 311 before. Oh, <laughs> they're not a band I particularly like super much, but I'm, uh, they, I'm, uh, they're definitely a kind of renowned. They have the song Amber. Um, on the on the radio all the time. Oh, Amber is the color of my energy. Oh wait, <laughs> that's peak two that, thousands right there. Yes, yes, exactly. So that's what I'm thinking about doing for Upper Mike. Uh, well, we'll see. So I've heard that song. So you can recommend something else, and you don't have to recommend three <laughs> What do you got uh, for me? Uh, I'll say a song I've really liked recently. Um, let's see. Let me just pull up the old, the old spot. I always make a playlist of like uh, like seasonal playlists of what I'm listening to, and uh, I'll add a bunch of things to that at a time, just to kind of kind of keep the music a little fresh. The new the new Joyce Manor album is very good. Let me recommend some of that. Joyce Manor is a punk band from California. Um, they are famous for their for their songs, which are like just like a minute and a half long, minute, two minute songs. The chorus repeats like twice. There's a couple of verses. They're very simple. Um, they have a new album out called Forty Ounces to Fresno. Yep. Jack, I had the pleasure of listening to it for the first time when I was in California on the Fresno Highway. Oh. Um, it was a very cool moment that i knew even if this album sucks it's gonna bond it to me forever because i have this very strong memory of these amazing rolling just hills and, and listening to the album windows down wind in my hair like it was it was a fucking it was an awesome drive um from san fran to modesto california but they have a song called um mbtsa uh those are the initials of a song and uh Never be the same again is what it stands for, and uh, very short, very to the point, and I like it a lot. I'd recommend uh, listening to it. I'll just listen to the whole album. It's not that long of an album, so no, it's, it's like fifteen minutes long, twenty yep. minutes long. Yeah, sixteen forty-two for those who are yes. interested. It's very quick. Um, speaking of song lines, I have a question for you. It's been my little trivia bit that I've been running all summer. And I want to run it by you now. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Are you familiar with the song "Freebird" by Leonard Skinner? If I've heard it, I would. If I heard it, I would recognize it. But the two Leonard Skinner songs I know are something about a man, and then obviously um, "Sweet Home Alabama." Okay. Okay. Oh, simple oh, man. Song- Excuse me. Simple man. Yes. Yes. Um, well, I don't even want to ask you anymore because "Freebird." I mean, "Freebird" is. Uh, renowned for being a very long song, big guitar solos. Um, but if you don't really know it, then there's no real point of asking it, is it? Mm. I guess I'll ask. I'll ask for the audience's sake. How about that? There you go. In case they might know. Um, 
how long is the song Freebird? <laughs> well, if it's a, looking it up. Okay, so I'll just tell you right Freebird? now. It's 9 minutes and 22 seconds long. You are so close. Really? <laughs> yeah. It is nine minutes and seven seconds long. Wow. You were very close for a random guess. Good, good on you. Good, good for me. You. Yeah, I had to answer it as fast as possible. Otherwise, you were going to be like, well, he had time to look it up. <laughs> no, no, you did. That was good. That was good. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by the raw guess. That was, uh, that was good. Sorry to, sorry to basically generalize all the music industry, but they don't like long songs. So I know that once you pass a 10 minute mark, they're like, just call it progressive. Okay. This, we're not, this isn't real music anymore. <laughs> 10 minutes can, 10 minutes can be rough. I personally like the song Freebird a lot. I think it's, it's, it, I think it's worth every, every, every second of it. Um, but you know, I agree that once songs get over a certain threshold, it's like, make it two songs, man something with this this is crazy or call it progressive <laughs> <laughs> yes two songs that's exactly right what if we just take this song and just hold it like a stick and just go Ksh. yes exactly right because songs that long normally have like arcs and like have like different sections to them yes so like you can easily split it up yes new melodies that kind of thing i think that one of pink floyd's more famous songs about like leave the kids alone or whatever is part two of a song if i recall correctly yeah, yeah that's right uh uh, the wall? Is it the wall, I think? Mm, uh, wall. Brick wall, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I mean, my favorite my favorite Pink Floyd song is the, the one about being, um, like, <laughs> in the movie Due Date, they're just super high in the car, and they're listening to this Pink Floyd song that's, uh, it was only just a dream kind of a vibe, but the solo is so good. We're a great music <laughs> podcast. We can remember the names of all these songs instantly. What is it yes. called? What is it we're called? We're so good. At, we're so good at music and, and, and Pink Floyd. Because I keep wanting uh, to say "Dazed and Confused," but that's like an old song that. Um, a is it comfortably numb? Yeah, uh, no, that's like the famous one with the really big guitar solo in it. But okay. I, it might just be "Hey You" because that's like the whole. Hey you. Yes, that one. Yeah, that's on rules. <laughs> Pink Floyd's pretty good. At some point, we're going to have to do a collaborative sing-along of a Christmas song later this year because it sounds like you can sing just just enough to be passable. I can sing yeah. enough to be passable. So if Ludwig can do it, we can do it. Well, if it's a Christmas song, we got to get Mike on there too because Mike loves Christmas. So he'll be, Ooh. He'll be down. We'll make, we'll, make it a, we'll make it a trio. How about that? Oh, super down, super down. All right, well, I'll go ahead and get the uh, insert the runway to the exit of this podcast. We have we have talked about where the people can find you, but aside from that, you can of course do the shill session again. But please, also, if you have any closing thoughts before we get going to wrap this up, by all means. I guess first of all, just thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Love the conversation. Very. Very natural, very fun. Yay! And, you know, we, we love that in a podcast. We don't, we don't like the stage shit, and you always keep it real with um, just asking questions that you would ask in a normal conversation. I, I really feel that way. So, um, uh, good shit for you, and uh, love being here. Uh, as far as closing thoughts go, um, Ellie is sick, and I love being part of the scene, and uh, continue to want to compete, and, and TO, and organize, and and podcast and whatever um it's very fun we're moving into a new place um in september uh, a bigger house me mike ted and some new friends so i'm uh 
looking forward to that and all the uh, adventures that happened there and who that might involve. Could could be fun, right? Um, as far as following me goes, Twitter, I don't give a shit, is where you can find me a lot. My favorite social media platform is Instagram Stories. Um, <laughs> this is a topic of discussion on the podcast. <laughs> You can follow me on Instagram, um, and if you want to see my fucking posts that I post all the time, you can opt into it. You can click the fucking circle, and you can view the posts. It's not fucking shoved down your throat. It's just, if you if you want to see what Ryan's doing, you click the fucking button, you can see what Ryan's doing. It's not, if, if I tweet fucking ten times a day, you might unfollow me. If I post ten times a day on Instagram stories, it's up to you to watch them. So, I always encourage people to follow me there, because that's where I post mostly. Um... Twitter, I try to post funny shit, and like I get like five likes, and I'm like, yeah, so good. Blew up, didn't All it? right, it's good. You'll need to link <laughs> me your Instagram because I'm not on Instagram much anymore. Uh, so because that way, as- that way I can share the link to the viewers. Oh sure, it's same as Twitter. I don't give a shit. Same spelling, same everything. Oh, very um, nice. Yeah, oh, we love that branding. Most mm. um, melee, of course, the big collective that we you know do the podcast on. Follow that on Twitter at Alston Melee. More better merch um, for all your merch needs. If you ever need anything, if you ever need anything, Cypher, let us know. We can, we can we can start making some on Smash Mountain merch for all the fans. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. That would go crazy. But um, uh, follow that at More Better Merch on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, Discog Dudes also on Twitter at Discog Dudes. We'll probably start posting soon. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting less busy. I'm a little less busy now, so I might have some free time to actually edit the podcast and put it up. Maybe that will inspire Mike to also edit the podcast. We can start <laughs> just get all these lost episodes out and get back to recording the new ones. I uh, feel so sorry that you feel the need to edit a podcast because for me, I just go let's cut the ending bit where we were doing a wrap up conversation. Let's cut out the pre conversation bit. <laughs> do a little bit of audio we're all set to go i feel so bad what did you what did y'all do while you're recording like wait stop we gotta stop for 20 minutes i gotta go to the uh, bathroom well, so mike mike is the king of using the bathroom in the middle of the podcast <laughs> but that's not the hard part that's 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 an easy chop you know you just say you find a spot you find any other spot you chop it. Mm-hmm. well really like i think that what adds to the podcast for discount dudes is and we did this kind of more in the middle of the of the of the catalog is having it so when we mention a song, it comes up first, like a very brief, like ten second clip of a song. Ah, yeah. Kind of like get a gist of it. Um, I think that's important, just so like you know, if you're not, if you're listening to it without knowing the band, you at least get kind of like a, a vibe, um, rather than just kind of taking our word for it. So it's annoying, and I am not pumped to do it, but I do love doing that podcast. I think it's so much fun, and it's about music, which yeah, I'm very into. So. I um, I want to get back into doing that. But those are my lovely plugs. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to plug all that kind of shit. Um, uh, yeah. And it was awesome to have you on Bottom of Smash Mountain again. Ryan, thank you so much for coming back on. I really appreciate it. Always a pleasure, man. I you know look forward to the next time I'm on and uh, look forward to seeing you at Big House. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.